Well, the weather for the whole of the south of England will continue as it has for the next few weeks. It's going to be hot and moist, with temperatures rising steadily as time goes on. There's a chance of steamy moments as we move into the... Ah, sod it. We never wanted to do this. We never wanted to be weathermen and women, making innuendos about hot atmospheres and drizzly countries. We didn't want to be child-friendly. We didn't want to bang on about being for over-18s only. We want to talk about our sexy adventures. We want to be lifestylers, leaping from bush to bush as we sail down the rivers of British sex clubs and mountains of crazy experiences. The cheeky purple mamba, the liquid silk pumped liberally into our hand, the rodeo classic brief harness complete with Tantus curve, the enjoy pure one stainless steel dildo, the hot octopus digit, the ever so short messages on fab swingers, the sexy friends on Twitter, and the mighty vanilla alternative. With my best girlie by my side, we'd swing, swing, swing. Get in the gym or to your car. Without advice, you could go far. We fuck things up and we make mistakes. We talk about our sexy dates. It's getting hard for this to rhyme. Just as well, cause it's bed. Hello and welcome to the Bed Hoppers podcast. My name's Mr. H. I'm Mrs. H. This is the glorious episode of 139, 139th episode. It's not a special number, but it is a special podcast. Why? Why? Because I'm on it, mostly, <laughs> yeah. Like all the other ones we've done, it is special because of me, baby. Me. I always suspect as much. Thank you, dear. I mean, but, I'm here too. But yeah, I mean, thanks for showing up and all. It was Brilliant. very, very kind of you. So we're going to cover some stuff today, right? Mm. Some exciting stuff. Absolutely. Some interesting stuff. And some just sexy stuff. Some sexy stuff. And just stuff. 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 stuff Lots of stuff for you. So we have been on holiday for a couple of weeks and thus we need to apologise immediately to you for not getting this out on time. <laughs> We've been too busy. We've been too busy. We had a couple of weeks. So if you tuned into our last episode, you may have heard that the Triple X files were staying with us for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. and staying in a house. And we were going to tour around the UK, spend some time in London as well. And show them some touristy stuff. So that's what we've been doing. And in the midst of that, we also hosted our Night at the Glitz event with the Wanderlust Swingers. We so did. So we're not going to bore you to death with our travel details. We're just going to give you some like highlights of what we did over the last couple of weeks. Move on to a Night at the Glitz, right? Mm. So we're going to tell you how it went. Yep. Give you the lowdown. Yep. Spill the tea. Drink the tea. <laughs> eat the tea. Flick the beans. Flick the beans. And then we're going to talk a little bit about some lessons learned at the back of it. And then we're going to end on a sexy story. Oh, okay. Okay. So, you know, if you stick around through all of this other stuff about a holiday and whatnot, you will be rewarded, kind listener, gentle listener, with the stuff. So not stuff. a slideshow of all our holiday photos. <laughs> so as we said, the XXX or Triple X files stayed with us. And over the last two weeks, we have probably visited more of the south of the UK and the actual touristy sites than we ever have done before. I have been to places I have not really looked at before properly. Well, it's been interesting. Mm. So they came down just after the Queen had popped her clogs. Oh, which was yeah. uh, it was an interesting thing because they got to see the funeral on television. We saw history. We saw history in the making. Mm. And later on throughout the the holiday, we were able to actually go to Windsor Castle yep. on the day that it opened because we had booked to go and mm-hmm. that was the day that her funeral was happening. So we couldn't get there and we were able to see the tomb and all that sort of stuff, tour around the castle, mm. you know, 
How was that? Lots of culture. Lots of culture. Lots of history. Lots of history. We also were able to go to Winchester. Yeah. I was also able to buy loads of handbags I don't need. Yeah, you were able to do that. We were able to do some <laughs> shopping. We visited Stonehenge, which was really cool. Mm, I know. So I don't think we've ever been so close to Stonehenge. Yes, um, I always thought it was quite just a thing from a road that you drive past and the traffic's bad. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even know if it was just cardboard cutouts. Wow. It was actually quite interesting close up. Yeah, it so. looked like a bunch of rocks that have been there for a very, very, very long time. Yeah, I'm glad we went. Which was kind of cool. So we did that. We took them to Brighton. That was cool. We basically toured around the South Coast, Portsmouth, Bournemouth, all of the places that are conveniently near us. And all of these places had drinks. <laughs> yes. So I, I feel like we are perhaps not in the best shape. Well, I certainly feel like I'm not in the best shape of my life right now. Yeah. After drinking and eating. It has been a holiday. So. Yeah, it has been a holiday. So I am already back in the gym. Not right now, obviously. Well, good for you. You are infinitely better than I. <laughs> well, I think we've established this. It is known. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think we've got some work to do going to the gym sort of regulating our eating habits a little bit better, yeah. getting back into a routine. So Detoxing that's pretty bit. much been the, the, the thing. They went home on Sunday. Mm. Um, it, honestly, it was such a lovely visit, yeah. but it was also very nice to get a house back. <laughs> that moment when you're just like, oh, I hear that? And you're like, what? And I'm like, nothing. <laughs> that's good. We don't have to host. We don't have to talk to anybody if we don't want to. This is great. We're just Man, chilling out. <laughs> no, but it's, you know what it's like? It's wonderful. And it's lovely spending time with people. And they were wonderful guests. Yeah. But there comes a time when you just want your own company and you want to chill out and you just want to do your own thing. Yeah, and that's very true. And I like, can't handle any more drinking. <laughs> yeah, for until Saturday or something when it I was going to say, wait, back. that's a lie. I know that's a blatant lie. <laughs> it might be a blatant lie. So uh, in terms of things that are coming up. Yes. So we've got a few things in the, on the cards and we're yeah, we working do. on some uh, event type stuff as well. Exciting mm -hmm. news, my tattoo is coming soon. So yeah. hopefully by the time the next episode comes out, I'll be able to show you my tattoo, not audibly, audibly, because that would be weird, but I might be able to post a picture of it somewhere. Let's hope so. Yeah, maybe. And, and if, if you really give a shit about that, we've told you about a holiday. We might as well show you pictures of other stuff. So we might as well drag you in for the whole thing. So a night at the Glitz. Let's get into the stuff, because this is what I think people will be interested in. Maybe uh, how did it go? What was it like? Who was there? What did they wear? All yep. that kind of stuff. So... Night of the Glitz. So we stayed in a nearby hotel to Le Boudoir, right? Mm, absolutely, yeah. And on the night, we hosted a sort of little mini get-together, first in the bar before transporting a people. pre pre-event. Exactly. A little meet and mingle to... So there was a lot of people, I think, on the build-up to it, asking each other if they were going to meet for a drink beforehand. And it, which, you know, it sounds crazy because you're all going to an event, but I think people genuinely want that kind of hey, it'd be nice to have some Dutch courage and walk in together and meet before you actually get into the thick of it. I think so. And it was really cool just to be able to say hello to people yeah. in a slightly quieter environment. <laughs> yeah. Because it was, you know, clubs do get quite noisy, especially oh, yeah. when you're all jammed in there and everyone goes their separate ways in the club and they're all doing different things. So it was really cool to just be able mm -hmm. to spend some time greeting the guests, meeting some new people, what we ain't met before. Yeah, I definitely met loads of new people this time. And catching up with old friends as well yeah. and some young friends, yeah. you know, all the people were there. And it was nice to spend some time with our co-host, the Wanderlust Swingers, so mm -hmm. Kate and Daryl were there as well. And then you and Kate went on ahead to prep the venue. We certainly did. And Daryl and mm -hmm. I 
were in charge of herding people to <laughs> and from the venue, which is very close. I was going to say, it's not a, a long distance. It was literally... <laughs> like three minutes. No, not even that. It was like a minute walk. Like a, well, in heels, it's three minutes. Okay. If it was in heels and you couldn't walk in heels, yeah, uh, then it would take a little bit longer. But yeah. so what happened was, is that we were going to separate people into a few groups and take them over bit by bit, rather than having them queuing up outside in the cold in a busy London street and causing a kerfuffle. Yeah. So I said, right, everyone here, you're in group A and <laughs> you're in group, the other group were in group one. Because already as soon as I said A, the people were like, are we in the B group? I see. So, so it's it quite clever. Okay. Yeah. So group A and group one. I said, group one, you're coming with me and we're going to the venue now. It's now time to bring you over there. So they stood up. And then the rest of the group stood up and then they all just followed me outside. So pretty much 90% of people came with me anyway and followed me to the club. Amazing. Which was great. So we got them over there. I knocked on the door, got them in, started pushing people through. And of course you were there. I was. Meeting and indeed greeting as they came through I the door. I was on the door with my nil gift bags. Mm -hmm. So people had a gift bag? They did have a gift bag. What was in that? <laughs> Uh, so in the gift bag, we had some um, cute little giveaway things, like some, I don't know, do you call them pasties, pasties? I don't know. The things that go in. Three Cornish pasties. Three Cornish pasties. Cornish pasties. <laughs> Those things that stick on your nipples and then leave an indelible mark afterwards. <laughs> an edible mark. Um, and then there was our own little um, branded badge yep. we designed for the event. Uh, I say we, obviously you did that. Mm -hmm. You know, credence to you. Yes. Because I can you. see you glaring at me. No, no, no. It's just my wonky <laughs> eye. Um, I believe there might have been some lube and some condoms. Um, it was all very... Cuffs, I believe. Cuffs, yeah. It was all a nice little packaged up little goodie bag for us. So guests. people start getting through the door. How and are you feeling? What was it nice? They also had a drink. A, a drink token, was yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. How did it feel being there, welcoming people into Le Boudoir? Uh, well, there was a really comfy seat behind me, which I was not able to sit on. <laughs> <laughs> and I was already cursing the shoes I'd chosen to wear, which looked amazing. But oh my God, I could feel my toes getting numb. <laughs> um, okay, in all seriousness, it was fabulous to see people come through the door sort of two by two. Because for the majority of it, it was like couples coming through. We did have some um, select singles coming through, but it was mainly couples at this point coming through a door together. Yeah. And they were <laughs> ambushed by me and Kate on arrival. <laughs> but we, to be fair, we did sort of um, team up and made sure that we alternated so we weren't ambushed in too much detail. And we kind of gave them a very brief sort of overview about what to expect next, yep. where to go for, to get rid of a drink, where the dungeons were, the lockers were, the bathrooms, all that stuff. And we warned everybody to be careful on the stairs because there's a lot of stairs in the boudoir. <laughs> there are indeed a lot of stairs there. Um, and then we kind of ushered them through and welcomed the next people. And what was great was because the check-in process was taking, um, well, not a little while, but it was very thorough, I think, just checking people off against the lists. Yep. It gave us time to properly say hi to each person rather than miss anybody. Okay. Which was great. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, so we didn't have like a, a load of people all standing there waiting. It was it was really nice. So we managed to get people in pretty quickly. Yeah, because we did. Then I, it was seamless, I thought. Well, I went back to the bar and was ushering in the sort of last few people, rounding mm. them up with Daryl and getting them to the queue, which was great. Didn't take too long to get everyone to stand up and come along. They were just finishing off bits of food and various other things. Get them there. I come through the doors and literally we pretty much had everyone in from yeah, that point onwards. Mostly. We had a few late arrivals, but yeah, for the most part. 
which was excellent because we pretty much filled up a good chunk of the club. Mm-hmm. What I really loved is that the drinks were going really well. The barn staff were really cool there. Oh, they were amazing. They were absolutely on point. Now the hotel where we were at before there was, was a bit of a, so there was a much. bit of a queue. So I was really relieved <laughs> to see that people were being served quickly, efficiently. They were oh, all they settling were in on it at the boudoir. What I will say is that people looked. Absolutely fantastic. People oh, everyone went, really pulled up stops. They, yeah. I mean, the theme was a night at the Glitz and mm. it was all very much diamonds and sparkles and people looked incredible. Not a single sausage out of the lot of them didn't bother to make an effort. I think um, we'll be finding sequins for a long time. <laughs> and people in that club afterwards must, you know, the, the next night that it was open must have thought, what on earth happened here with so many sequins? And, and it's very easy for us to say, you know, people fantastic and they'd made all the effort and and they were genuinely excited to be there and happy to be mingling because we'd had this chat going on for a long time Mm. what i really loved is that the owner of the club came over and Mm. said i'm really impressed with how everyone has put in effort and also how nicely they're sort of getting on and mingling and Mm. how everyone's really sort of getting stuck in with this and it was that was really cool i really appreciated that Mm. and you could really see it amongst everyone that was there Shortly after that, though, (laughs) what happened? We had a dancer, right? Oh, we had the burlesque dancer. We had a burlesque dancer who came down the stairs and did a great routine to Diamond Zara Girl's best Mm -hmm. friend. I didn't get to see much of it because I was still on door duty. but Uh, I was very close to it all. Well, Well, lucky you. (laughs) (laughs) What what I did also love is that... I met her before the dance, but I didn't get to see much of the dance, unfortunately. Ah, but she was very, very good. What I also loved was that Daryl had to follow her around picking up her clothes. Oh, what a... He, well, he looked really upset. Yeah, he looked yeah. really upset at that. Well, at some Darryl, woman throwing I saw him clothes. At one point with a feather bow around his neck. That's pretty much what happened oh, to okay. him, I think, and mm-hmm. and other bits of paraphernalia were jettisoned onto him, <laughs> which is which. Honestly, I think that really helped set the tone. People turned around and watched and applauded, and people seemed to enjoy it. So yeah. it really set the mood for the event, which was starting to get really sexy. Yeah, yeah, it was, it, everyone looked fantastic. So before we kind of describe some of the some of the rest of the night. I just want to go into a couple of things. So what worked really well for you for a night of the glitz? Um, the theme really helps. I yeah. think people, people will always make an effort regardless, I think, for an event that they're invested in and they've, um, they've been looking forward to for a while. But it really helps if you have a little bit of a theme, even if you only loosely follow it or you just have a little nod to, you know, a kind of something that's along those lines. It gives people something to... Um, really work towards when you're planning your outfit and I think the outfit's quite key for a really good night because it puts you in the right mood you've invested into this you've put the effort into choosing the right outfit you've invested into talking to people in advance and you want to look your best so for me the theme worked really well because it was really a dress to impress theme and there was no doubt at all that you we wanted people to look their best Agreed. And I think people really did put the effort in. It mm. was, and it's always, a, it's a really tricky balance because we, we've got the, the, the chat going in advance of the event for, you know, months before. And there's always a big question around, we have, always have a, what are you wearing section? And people are constantly discussing what outfit they want to wear. Is it good enough? Is it right for the event? And they have some genuine questions about it, but mm. also they want to know what everyone else is wearing so that they can match the crowd and well, build the not excitement. Wear the same outfit. <laughs> well, they're not wear the same outfit. Obviously, that's that's one part of it as well. But I, I think people just went above and beyond. And oh, they, great. they looked absolutely great. And obviously you look stunning, Mrs. H, of course. Thank you. You know, it was observed by me. I actually wasn't too sequiny. No, I, but you were very sparkly though. I was sparkly, yeah. 
and that was that was always nice to see. I think the other thing that that, that was really well that went really well for the event was actually Le Boudoir and its staff. Mm-hmm. They were on it like a car bonnet, and they sorted out any troubles. And we'll talk a little bit about that in a minute. Uh, they they were really good in terms of welcoming people in, making sure that they got all the details, took people's mm-hmm. phones, got all that stuff sorted out. They were visible throughout the club, and mm-hmm. the bar staff were fantastic. Yeah, they were amazing. And everywhere you looked, there was someone that was there to help you if you needed it. Yeah. Um, all, all around the place, which was really reassuring. Yeah. I, you knew that, that you were in safe hands. Exactly. And the, the owner of the club is also around. Oh, yeah, in, in he's the club. very visible around, like, you know, mingling and, and around through the crowd and stuff. So. And that, that's, re- that, that's really good to see that he cares so much about it to make sure that it's going to go mm-hmm. right and that he's talking to the guests and making sure they're having a good time, but also making sure that everyone's behaving in the appropriate way. Yeah. And that was, that was really important to me because I want to make sure that, you know, people are safe and they feel secure and all that stuff is taken care of. As I said, I think the dancer was great. She did a really good Mm. job. And it was one of the big discussions that we had with, with Kate as to whether, you know, are people going to be interested? Uh, Is it going to work out? So it was good to see that that did, did pan out okay. Mm. And she did a really good job. I also thought the gift bags and the badges went down yep. down a treat. Really sweet. And what I also loved is that this time around, it wasn't, the last couple of events have been very much our crowd plus, plus a few others. And I think this time around, it was sort of 60% our crowd or 60% mm-hmm. people that have been to previous events or know us or that we've interacted with, plus, you know, 40% of people that have come in from Reddit or, or yeah. emails or seen the sites or heard the show, but never interact with us or, or taking a leap. And we had some brand new people who had never done anything in the lifestyle before. Yeah. And this was their first experience. So what hopefully, a great way to do it. Yeah, hopefully they, they really enjoyed themselves. They certainly seem to be. So I, that, I was really proud to, to sort of look out on top, from the top of that balcony and see this gr- fantastic crowd interacting and having such a great time. So, uh, you know, I think that was a really good thing. However, mm-hmm. as with any event, there are hiccups, right? There always are. I mean, no matter how meticulously you plan things or what you anticipate might happen, there's always going to be a little curveball because in a big group of people, there's always going to be something which doesn't quite go to plan. So. Yeah. And I think some of it was was drink-inspired, shall we say. <laughs> and there were a couple of things that, that happened. And I'm going to talk about one, actually, because this is something that, that you know, you, you may have heard about on Kate's podcast, if you've heard that one already, or you may have heard from other attendees. So I want to kind of tackle it and kind of yeah. approach it in I mean, a way. She's much more organised than us, so she's already got hers out. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, it's, it's certainly gone out to her Patreon, yeah, so it, it may well be out by the time that, you know, we, we publish this one as well. So broadly, most of the stuff was down to, to alcohol and, and people I enjoying think. themselves a little bit too much. Yeah. However, in this one instance, there was an altercation at the club. There was. And this involved two of our guests, or at least two of our guests. Yeah. And we found out about this when uh, literally we, we were near the bar and we got moved out of the way and mm-hmm. someone was literally taken out of the club. Or two people were. Or two people were yeah. escorted out of the club. And unfortunately, there was some level of drink and things got heated and then someone needed, or two people needed to be removed. Correct. Now, what I want to say is, firstly, thank you to the Excellent, excellent staff who were great. They were on it. And to the owner for sorting that out, making sure that our other guests were absolutely fine and for handling it in a really sensible way. Well, it was really discreet. It was. It was really well handled. Like there was no fuss, there was no noise, no drama. It just, it was like, okay, off you go. Yeah. And (laughs) And it was dealt with out in the the main bit, I think. It absolutely was. And I think 
for the vast majority of people, they probably wouldn't have known that something had happened yeah. within the club. And that was, that was really positive. But I also wanted to recognize that, as we said, people's safety is really, really important. And, you know, for all of our events and, and whether that be a social or a play event, we want people to feel safe, secure, and that they can be their authentic selves as long as they're not hurting anybody else. What we will say is if someone does hurt somebody else, then they will not be coming back to any of our events. No. And we'll remove them from the group, which is what's happened in yeah, this instance. Yeah, what's happened. So I think what I will say is that, you know, sometimes these things happen and, you know, it's not necessarily anybody's fault, but we have to act responsibly and we have to keep the group safe from anyone else. Yeah. So for me, it was really important that we dealt with that swiftly, that we removed them from the, you know, from, from that mm -hmm. section and then moved on with things. Yeah. But one thing I do want to talk a little bit about is drinking. Because mm -hmm. I think at the source of this, there is, there is a bit of a drinking issue. It was definitely an alcohol-fueled altercation. Yeah. And I think if alcohol hadn't been consumed in excess, it probably wouldn't have escalated the way it did. Yeah. Sure. So um, alcohol, we've all been victims of our own inability to control our alcohol intake. <laughs> we've been really open in the past, I think, about what happens when you drink a bit too much. Yeah. And things don't always, don't always behave in the way that you intend to say and you no one intends to do that out of malice it's just alcohol gets the better of you sometimes and you just don't know what you're you're capable of of doing i think and it's a, it's a very difficult balance because i know that i recognize and we've absolutely been there that we all want to or most of us want to drink and have a good time and then yeah. sometimes that tips over the edge so how do we combat that? What 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 the hell do we do as hosts and as organisers and as friends of people well, to the prevent that? Well, difficulty is, and we are absolutely victims of this ourselves. It's really hard to be each other's wingman sometimes if one of you is already on that road to in inebriation. <laughs> it's really hard to say to your your other half, "Oh, babe, do you want to cool it a little bit with drinks?" Because that's not always well received. And we've both done that and we've both been, no, don't tell me what to do and don't, don't try and stop me having a good time. In fact, I think Chanda Muffet was an absolute, you know, example of, hey, babe, do you want to cool down? Nope. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> <You're funeral. laughs> but it's true because it's hard to intervene in a, in a nice way and not make someone feel like they're just going to drink more mm. because they're like, fuck off, I'm going to drink it anyway. So I think sometimes it, it helps to have each other there as a kind of check-in and try and keep each other a little bit on track, but that's not always possible. I think as a, as a other, you know, I think as hosts, we, we try and observe to see if anyone is, is we do, as drunk course. as they, you know, to the point where they might be causing problems. Yeah. But in a, in a room full of, or a room or building people, full of a hundred yeah. plus people, it's very difficult to do that. It really is. I think there is something around that if you do spot that if someone is, getting to that stage of being drunk, that it's probably worth informing someone, the host yeah. or the club owners, just because so I think of that's a, what I was moving into. It's, it's good if you've got people around you who are also going to be accountable for what behaviours they see. Mm. And if they can then just quietly alert someone that, oh, I don't think that's and well, <laughs> then someone can step in and help. Yeah. And it's getting too far. And it's tricky because people were certainly drinking when they, or had been drinking when they yeah, arrived, but no one was to the point of utter intoxication. Oh. And obviously throughout the course of the night, it's open for five, six plus hours, whatever. They're going to carry on drinking yeah. and 
that can get them into trouble. So, you know, there is a response, you know, everyone is responsible for themselves at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. But what we want to do is trying to protect our groups and our events as much as possible from those sort of mishaps, particularly, you know, I, I get it. People sometimes overindulge and that the, there's a result to that. You know, we've heard Chandamuff a million times, I'm sure. <laughs> but but when someone, it leads them to a path of violence that we can't tolerate within our no. circles. I, it just, it's not something that, that I want people to to think that is acceptable. No, I think so too. Um, I mean, but there's little things you can do to mitigate it, like making sure you have something to eat before you get, get on it. You know, maybe just try and pace yourself a little bit you know we've, I think we've got much better over time I think at knowing the pitfalls I of, think it's just really that our livers have got drinking better at, at handling alcohol <laughs> or that we're permanently drunk anyway and therefore it's much easier it's to hard isn't it like nervous drinking is always difficult to control because the temptation is you immediately feel better when you've had a couple of you know drinks of Dutch courage and then it escalates in there very rapidly it does. And so, so I think, you know, I wanted to, to bring this up because it was important to show that we, you know, it, it doesn't always run super smoothly. No. And we want to do what we can to make sure it doesn't happen again. And also give you the heads up to say, you know, just, just think about your approach in terms of going to clubs and sort of, particularly these events. Well, because, you don't want to spoil it for yourself and you don't want to spoil it for other people because you've all put so much effort into going in the first place. You don't want to cock it up, do you? Well, I think, you know, if you look at it, if if you enjoy the group, you've invested time on the chat, you've invested time with the people, then all of a sudden, you know, you, you, you drink too much, something happens and then you're removed from the group, you're barred from the place, from the venue potentially, and, you know, you're barred from coming to any of our yeah. other events because we can't take the risk. Yeah. then it's it's just not worth that risk. So that, you know, it put a minor dampener on the night because it, it happened and, and mm -hmm. some of our friends were impacted by it. Ultimately, the club handled it fantastically. The security staff were on it. They were very attentive to the person that was impacted by it. So, you know, absolute shout out to Le Boudoir for being awesome. But just to, just to give everyone that heads up that that can happen and to be mindful if you're going to a thing like this to, to avoid that. Yeah, and I think also as, as hosts, we've, I think we've we've been quite good at making sure that we're not drinking to excess ourselves on these nights. We're we're absolutely just staying alert. Yes, making particularly sure that yeah. we can keep an eye on everything. Uh, particularly for the the bits that we are responsible for yeah, for the hosting. Definitely. And whilst we, you know, if we're in a club and we're taking over for a few hours, after that point, we mm. we do have a some some level of responsibility. <laughs> yeah. We can enjoy ourselves, yes, but there is ultimately a. Yeah. A thing that we, we need make sure to, that yeah, people are safe, don't we? People are so, safe yeah. and, and happy. The other thing that I wanted to bring up that that came up a few times with a few people that I spoke to, right, mm -hmm. was around missed opportunities. Okay, speaking to a lot of lot of friends there, quite a few people said, "Oh man, I wish I'd," um, and insert X, Y, and Z, whichever one, kissed, talked to, followed up with, went to a playroom with, been braver, been braver, <laughs> and this happens to all of us. This this really does. It still happens now. It still us. it still happens day in day out. I think, but I felt that we kind of went in, and I, I I thought we were relatively eyes wide open, and 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 when opportunities came around, we were like, hey, let's let's do that. But <laughs> I don't think some of our friends sort of navigated that as well as they may have liked. So it was it was not a dampener again on the evening, but it was just an observation that lots of people sort of came back and went, oh, I wish I'd done X, Y, and Z. Well. I mean, the events are a perfect opportunity for people to push their boundaries a little bit in a safe place and be surrounded by people who are really open, trustworthy and 
know, being curated for a, a common reason kind of thing. So it's 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 the sort of thing you want people to try and put a bit of trust in things and take a leap of faith and try, but also first and I don't know if people fear rejection or if people just don't quite know how to ask the questions or you know, show that you're interested or reciprocate if they're given the opportunity. But we've done that ourselves. So why do you think what happens when we've kind of not done that? Well, uh, um, we kick ourselves for, for weeks, weeks afterwards. I think part of it is, is that, you know, I think we, we went in fairly confidently this time around. I think we kind of had a level of, because I don't think we confidence? went. Confidence? Well, it wasn't so much confidence. I think we went in with the absolute attitude, and we normally do this, but it was definitely clear. It doesn't matter if we play or not. Right. We just want to have a, nice have a really regardless. nice time and yeah. see our friends. And if anything happens, great. And if it doesn't, yeah. there's no no loss in it. And that's I think always we, a nice attitude to have anyway. And for the first couple of hours, it was quite an interesting one because everything was very above board and everyone was super well behaved. And after mm-hmm. a sort of couple of hours hit, just odd kiss here and there and then it then there was another kiss here and there and then it was just 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 me making out with myself (laughs) and you know but it took it took us a few you know a few hours to get into that space because we were so much of the looking after the crowd Mm -hmm. just being comfortable that we're in this really sexy environment and not expecting anything to happen and it you know after some time it was the opportunities arose and we didn't didn't let those go we certainly did not. Which leads us beautifully, or leads me, into the, you know, sexy conversation. Is that how we want to frame it? I don't know. The what well, the sexy well, stuff that went down. How about the the more intimate part of the night? The more intimate part of the evening. Um, well, I think that's when fair. We finished with the host duties, and I absolutely finished with the host duties, and things were really late. And it nice was by this point. really, really late, and lots of people had already gone off and sort of played. Oh yeah, and. Thanks. <laughs> you know, it was almost not quite wind down like time, but I think some people were starting to leave. Some people were starting to to wind down or just plonk themselves on a seat and chill out for a bit. And it was very much the turn of the evening, I think. Yeah. Some people are definitely headed off maybe back to the hotel with some newfound friends as well. Yeah, there was defi- <laughs> definitely a bit of that that going on. So how did this all start? What happened, Mrs. H? Well, we were saying goodbye to people. So who were we saying goodbye to? <laughs> We were. I love how, and and we're going to have to tread very carefully on this one. I we have got everyone's permission that we can talk about oh, yeah, this. However, some of these people are absolutely some of our favourite friends and in, 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 in the entire world, <laughs> and we use their superhero names and their real names interchangeably. So we're going to have to dance a merry dance around this one because I think there's a great chance that we're going to nope, say some I some names not. and edit them out. I, okay. And, no, I'm going to be all over this. And okay. Well, I don't do right. You can edit out. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. It's very, very kind of me. So we were saying goodbye. We were stood by the door and people were sort of on their way out. And Mm, I believe... I said goodbye so well to so many people. Yes, you did. You did say goodbye so well to so many people. so did you. So, and and I think that we do have have a special sort of little thing at the end of this episode with some special guests. And I think their account is slightly different. So I'm going to give you ours or mine. And uh, yours, yes, mine. And if theirs is different, then screw them. Uh, I don't know. I, I was, you know, I'd had a few to drink, but not that many to drink, but I've have consumed a lot of drinks since that point. So, you know, my memory may be absolutely and utterly fucked. However, I believe that we were saying goodbye to the delightful Kiwi and Sheree because they were, they were heading off. They'd already sort of 
stomped around and had a nice sexy play date, I believe. And she came up to me and kissed me. Well, yes, but you were saying goodbye to her first. Yes, I was saying goodbye, but she it, it, it turned into a sort of hug into a, to, in, into a really sexy kiss. Okay. And, you know, I was like enjoying that quite a lot. I'm just going to think about that now for a minute. You carry on. <laughs> uh, well, at the same time, I was also saying goodbye to some people. Okay. Who are you saying goodbye um, to? Well, I think at one point I was saying goodbye to one half of Max and Mabel, so specifically Mabel. <laughs> <laughs> Although I don't know if it was a goodbye, but it was definitely a, a kiss. Maybe also saying goodbye to the Disneyers. Quite possibly. Yes. Uh, they were definitely in I the... really enjoyed saying goodbye to her as well. <laughs> Uh, yes, you were saying goodbye to her quite quite a lot, uh, like you were going to miss her a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so we were, we were saying goodbye to them, and I think maybe Wizard and Jester were also in the goodbye committee okay. at this point. Sort of, we were all milling around the bar, sort of just going, oh yeah, it's like late now, and we should all just head off, and you know, so on and so forth. And then some some people decided to prolong their goodbye. Well, Even more. <laughs> well, I think that Penny Lane and Star-Lord showed up as well. To say goodbye. To say also say goodbye. Yes. And before we knew it, I think I was making out with Cherie and Star-Lord was making out with Kiwi. This sounds uh, like something I can recall happening. And, and it was by the, the doorway to <laughs> go out. <laughs> Bye. Oh, yeah. By the door. <laughs> Bye, door. Uh, <laughs> so they, they were kind of in the... So it was like a little corridor area where you kind of like find your way out and you can carry on down the corridor. You can go down some windy stairs towards the dungeons and the bathrooms and the lockers. Or you can go through the door to go to the reception. Mm, direction sexy. <laughs> oh, my. The initially, the goodbye process started in this little vestibule area so by the exit. The two guys had basically pinned each other up against the wall and were they making were out goodbye. with some level of, <laughs> of, of passion. Meanwhile, I think I was I was kissing uh, Cherie. Yeah. And I think Penny Lane was enjoying the she men was making out. The men saying goodbye. Saying goodbye. Yeah. And somehow it descended into the well, you don't have to go just yet. Why don't we this group here go upstairs and play? Yes, although I think the long goodbye by the door <laughs> uh, also then moved a bit a little bit further down the corridor and became a little bit more uh, intimate. How, did, how so? Uh, well, well, Kiwi and mm -hmm. Star Lord started undressing each other a little bit in the corridor <laughs> <laughs> as they were saying goodbye. As they were saying goodbye, of course. And uh, hands were going inside trousers, and it was it was clear that there was some level of passion involved in this goodbye process. Okay. So we made a decision at this point to go and find somewhere a little quieter private so they could carry on saying goodbye <laughs> <laughs> so we went up to this this one of the rooms in the boudoir oh we were really lucky to just find... we just found an empty room yeah but i think from what other people have been saying there were the only three lockable rooms that night were constantly in use and people were going up and down trying to find them and they were like oh it's in use again so we must have just got lucky i think with that well absolute kismet that we just know, literally right? the second we that we walk up, up there the walked then... in and oh, then <laughs> immediately sort of shut the door to, to mark our turf. <laughs> now, in, so interestingly, so we had a bigger party with us than, than what ended up in the room because mm -hmm. Max and Mabel, or, or at least Mabel was in Mabel the room with us. Mabel was in the room with us initially. And clothes start coming off. Oh, Wizard and Jester. Wizard were... and Jester in the room. 
we had Penny Lane and Starlord and we had Kiwi and Cherie and of course us two nitwits. Yes. However, if memory serves me well, not all of the parties were there at one point because I think people would nipped off to go maybe go to Lou or find their other halves or whatever. So there was like some of the groups were in there and they were looking for the other people. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it sort of, it was a bit chaotic for the first sort of five minutes with people coming in and out. I remember opening and closing and other people kept coming in and then we ushered people out. I think we had a secret knock. And then once we'd eventually got all relevant parties in, we were like, do we put a, do we put a door under there? Do we <laughs> put a door uh, under I, the no, door? A chair under the door. <laughs> How do we barricade it? But we, um, yeah, we meant, I think they're lockable, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I think so. In the end, I, I think Mabel had to disappear to find Max. She did, yeah. But and she she sat there for a good ten minutes and observed <laughs> the chaos. The, well, the no. chaos. So in this room, bed on one side, and there's like a. There was a sink, a chair, a mirror. Yeah, a lot of mirror, mirror. <laughs> there were some very sexy mirror placements in that room, which was a, a really good feature, I thought. So what happened? How did it start? Well, the bed was quite big. Yeah. Although I. I will say that I don't think it was quite big enough. <laughs> Not for eight people, no. <laughs> Given it was a bit hot by this point. Uh, however, so there were four women, four men. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Wisdom Jester. Yeah. You, my good self. Mm -hmm. Kiwi and Sheree. Yeah. Jane Starlord. Mm -hmm. Is that right? I believe that is correct. All yes. right then. And then the, the, some of the ladies immediately claimed some space on the bed because word right <laughs> um there was lots and lots of immediate sort of kissing when we got into the room so it, it just pretty much carried on from where the corridor had left off mm -hmm. and clothes did start coming off quite quite rapidly and kiwi and star lord were absolutely continuing their exploration <laughs> in this room <laughs> which i was immediately drawn to like i was Literally following that that line all the way through and thinking, yeah, that's going to carry on. And I, I asked very politely if I could carry on um, being part of that. And, and I, I would have absolutely taken that, no, we're just doing this ourselves. And I would have absolutely not made a fuss. But they were very, very open to me joining in, <laughs> which I was really excited about because you know how much I like the byplay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was fortunate enough to share some, some fellatio with Mr. Starlord, I think, for Kiwi. And then it kind of switched around and the same thing happened. And there was a lot of cocksucking. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of cocksucking. A lot of cocksucking, which I was, I was part of. And then occasionally I'd sit back and watch and then I'd carry on again. <laughs> there was um, a lot of cock complimenting. Which oh, yes. I found really hot. So I think, I know we've talked in the past about men maybe not complimenting men mm -hmm. sometimes. This was very different. It was really, really sexy to hear um, Kiwi telling Starlord what a great cocky had. And I was like, oh my God, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> it was really, really hot to hear it and see it and then sort of join in. That, that was happening and that was really, really hot. And Penny Lane really wanted to also watch this because she finds that hot. And we were both kind of watching a little bit. And Cherie also really <laughs> finds it hot. So all at one point, I think all, uh, all three of us, so myself, Penny Lane and, and um, Cherie were sort of 
half observing, half kind of getting involved with the two guys. And you were probably doing something really exciting, but I, I don't know. <laughs> but you it care escapes not, well, me. Was... I, it's not what I don't care. I think you were probably involved with um, Jester. Is that right around? <laughs> well, no, actually, to start no? with, I was, um, <laughs> I was playing with Cherie. Right. Much more, I think. Yes. Okay. And um, so I was, I was kissing her, but then I started playing with her. Mm-hmm. And I was asking as I was going along, and, but I think she was really enjoying watching was, what yeah. the two guys were she doing. She likes watching Kiwi play. But also enjoying something happening with her as mm-hmm. well. So it was, you know, double bonus for, for her. So she was doing quite, quite all right. So then I started going down on her for a bit. Mm-hmm. And she's lovely to play with. She's absolutely wonderful. And that accent. <laughs> and after a little while, then the French starts coming out as well. Yeah, it does. And that's kind of like, oh, oh, this is where this is going. <laughs> um, so that was really hot. So I was playing with her. I'm not quite sure what Wizard and Jester were doing at this point. But at one point, it all sort of sw- switched around. Because I think you were playing with Penny Lane and Jester, whilst I was playing with Cherie, because she was sort of saying... Uh, do, firstly, she was trying to get me to interact with the boys, yeah, <laughs> or the men, and I was like, "No, no, I'm fine, thank you." And then she was talking about the because she loved sort of talking about what was going on around the room, and which was really sexy. And then she was like, "Well, what's going on with Carolyn? Do you want to? It's your real name. I yeah, can right. say that. I think we've established <laughs> that's your name. That's all right, fine." Um, playing with the girls, and it was like, "Oh, how do you feel about that?" And I'm like, "Meh, I don't care. I'm happy doing what I'm doing." No, 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 no. <laughs> So I think think that that was happening, and that probably happened before you joined in with the two guys. Mm-hmm. I think that that it sort of started with them on their own for a bit, and then it sort of everything came a little bit more swappy and interactive, I guess, because I remember spending time sort of interacting with Penny Lane for a bit. Now I don't, so she she was wasn't playing fully that day, mm-hmm. um, so I think she she at one point was giving me head. And then also uh, Jester came along mm-hmm. and she was on a mission. All right. She, I, she wanted to play, but also she wanted to buck me, I think. Okay. okay. At least that's what she was telling me quite oh, a lot. Right. She was being very delightfully naughty with all of the words. And um, I mean, we've already got fairly good chemistry anyway, but she was saying all sorts of things, the likes of which I can't precisely remember, but I remember <laughs> thinking, Fuck me, that's really hot. <laughs> and so she went down on me. And I think at one point you were going down on me with her and Penny yeah, Lane was with Penny the, Lane did uh, as well. Yeah. So uh there was all of us, I think. At that point it then became this yeah. smorgasbord of stuff happening where everyone was just starting to intertwine and I was then with the ladies again and it, Everyone was just everywhere, their hands everywhere. And then at one point, I know I had the, I had the end of the bed. We managed to get some territory, and she was on top of me, fucking me. <laughs> this is this is Jester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think so. I, I think that Cherie and Penny Lane were commenting on how hot that was that we were doing that. And you know, I was I, I like being an exhibitionist when I'm in the right group. Mm-hmm. So it felt like a really, it was like a really nice, encouraging, but hot and sexy environment. So I'm, I'm fucking her or she's fucking me. And then at one point, Cherie climbed on top of Kiwi. Yes. Yes. And she was, that. she was fucking her husband and, but she was getting tired. 
or something was happening. I'm, I'm sure it was either tired or, or she needed some help. So in the end, I was stood behind her, bouncing her up and down on top of his <laughs> cock, which is probably, that was really hot. And at that point, she was absolutely full French mode. And mm. um, and that was so sexy because I'm, I'm stood there. I'm helping. I'm doing a helpy. I've had, I, I've at that point come probably. And it's like all this other hot stuff is just happening on around the room. I think Star-Lord is is sort of knelt above uh, Kiwi and it, it was just this mess of all this stuff yeah, going on. Honestly, it, it's so hard to describe yet so vivid <laughs> and it was very much interchangeable and I could see that you were, you were being enjoyed by some women. At that point, I think Jester decided to go down on you. Well, at that point, Cherie moved over to the other side of the room and sat on a chair. Mm-hmm. She was... Hot. She needs a breather. Yeah, all that extra bouncing up and down that she'd been doing, courtesy of. <laughs> well, it was really hot in that room. It was really it hot. It was an aircon unit, but it was really warm, and there was no water in there, so it was getting to a point where people were getting a bit. Oh my god, I'm hot, I'm hot, hot, hot. <laughs> so she retreated to one of the chairs over the other side of the room, and while she was sitting there, it freed up a bit of space on the bed <laughs> because I think then Kiwi followed her over to the chair and was some attention, which is great. And then, yes, at that point, I then had a bit more bed and Jester started going down on me, which, and so she was kneeling on the floor in front of me while I was lying on the bed. He, and then he, as in wizard, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, was watching so watching, watching his wife go down on me and he, I could hear him just sort of say, oh my God, that's it's really fucking hot. Like, and he just, then he just started like kneeling behind her and started fucking her while she was going down on me. So that was, that was getting really hot. And then I was obviously watching what was happening on the chair with Cherie <laughs> and Kiwi and Kiwi started fucking her on the chair while she was giving Star-Lord head, I think. So it was all these things so, were happening. In meanwhile, front of me. I'm making out with Penny Lane. Right, okay. On the bed. Makes I think sense. in terms of all of this, sounds about right. The puzzle about slightly right. fits together. Mm-hmm. Now, Jess made you come. Yes, she did. She stopped halfway and asked me if it was okay. Like, was this, you know, is this good? And I was like, absolutely amazing. Whatever you're doing, carry on. It's fantastic. And I knew when she was doing it, I was like, this feels, this feels different. Like, I know it is. Going somewhere. Yeah. And I'm not saying I don't enjoy oral in situations but so when people go down to me I don't sort of thinking well this is a waste of time <laughs> I really don't I always enjoy it of course I do but it doesn't always have an end result for me but who'd have thought being in a hot sexy room <laughs> with loads of people playing with you with your mind running all over the place yeah, with what's going on and and a hot lady going down on I you know. who'd have thought that would have made you come well <laughs> <laughs> And I don't know if it was like the, the the sheer sort of visceral context in which I was watching all the stuff around me. And also I was playing with women, which I love. And I did get to play with three at once, which was really hot. And, you know, she, I, Cherie was whispering things to me and God, like telling me how hot my boobs were. And it was just, everything was super hot. And yes, then just a climax, which I was like, <laughs> holy shit, this is happening and I was I was quite vocal about it I oh think. yes you were you were very vocal about and it and Wizard was obviously 
fucking hurt at the same time. And he was like, this is really hot. (laughs) (laughs) And I was, afterwards, I mean, she like lifted her head up and I sort of kissed her afterwards. And I was just like, oh my God, that was so incredible. And she was like, oh my God, I did that. And I was like, yes, (laughs) you really did. So then it starts sort of winding down a little bit. Yeah, everyone was in dire need of hydration. Well, but not one. quite, because I think at some, somehow the conversation flicked over to the fact that Jester had never had two cocks in her mouth at the same time, but she'd always wanted to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. And given it was only a few minutes after I'd actually come. She was never going to get the best effort. <laughs> but I was still, I was five more minutes and I'd have absolutely been there and ready to go again. <laughs> Uh, with maybe a cup of water in between. Mm-hmm. But so then she actually put my cock and wizard's cock in her mouth. Okay. And she was enjoying that. And I think a couple of other ladies tried that as well. I think you may have had a go at that. Potentially. I may have had a go at yeah, it. Yeah, you may have had a go at that. And I think Penny Lane might have joined in a I little bit as well. I definitely had some cock sucking going on. I was definitely doing something uh, with multiple people. But by that point, I was I was super... <laughs> and needed water and um, everything was hot. <laughs> so, because it, it's dark in that room, I couldn't find my glasses. No, so I spent five minutes really, like feeling really around dark. randomly. I mean, you could see, but it was dim. It was, it was very like, dim lighting. Nice dim light. And, but the the moment when we all just tumbled out of this room yeah, was just, it was lovely because it was like a really, everyone was chilled out. Everyone was really complimentary. Everyone was really like hugging each other and, mm. Everyone was sort of coming out the room going, fucking hell, that was hot. That was so, mm. and, you know, I don't think we've even begun to do it justice in terms no, of talking about no, it. No, because it was, it was a good couple of hours of this. It wasn't a couple of hours. It was, it must have been. <laughs> so much happened. It was probably oh, six and a half minutes. <laughs> you liar. It really wasn't. It was 3am by the time we left that club. Yes, it, it was. So uh, It was super I, I late. The, for me, the, the lasting sort of memories were just that, just this constant change of people and everyone being incredibly complimentary, everyone being incredible to look at. And, you know, it even, just felt right. Even by my effortless. standards of not enjoying, like watch, I, I really enjoyed watching that night. Mm-hmm. And even I took a moment to, to watch. Yeah, because it's, it's hard not to enjoy watching that. Well, I think, it, I think it, the group made it in mm-hmm. terms of it was a great group. And I don't think we've been in such a great group since the Borgie. You know, or at least a group where it all gelled in that way, and everyone was happy to to touch, and to, you could just reach over your hand, and people were mm. comfortable with it, and it was all very, very fluid and very dynamic. And it honestly, I came out of that room like, oh wow, I am like this. This was like a night to remember. Well, you, I mean, you say that yes, it was very fluid and dynamic, and there was a lot of um, very easy kind of interactions but also what what struck me was even though we've all played together in some capacity before and we all knew each other really well there still was lots of consent oh um, yeah focus like i remember vividly and it being very sexy because i remember vividly people asking permission to do things which were sexy yeah <laughs> but also being asked that is is incredibly hot oh, like yeah. someone asking can i can i do this to you i'm you're you know, making me feel really sexy. Can I do this? Is is really really good to hear, and everyone was doing that with each other a lot. Like, and whether that was partly because you know it, it drives more sexiness, or just to make sure, really, just to check in again and make sure, is this okay? Can I do this? And do you like? 
it was really, really hot here. Well, there was a, I remember one moment sort of Wizard and I have been chatting a bit and, and Jester had been sort of obviously playing with me mm. and, and it, she'd sort of whispered in my ear that she wanted to hug mm. me. And I was like, is it okay if we, so I turned to him and was like, is it okay if we do this? And he's like, oh yeah, that's absolutely fine. And then turned to you and you were like in yeah. like some sort of gigantic mangling lady pile <laughs> and you were like, oh yeah. And then. Yeah, it just, it it's was good to all check in. So, in you case know, you've missed something along abs- the way, absolutely. In, in case you've misread a signal, it's really good to make sure. And it was, it can be really sexy as well. It doesn't yeah. have to be an awkward. Oh, this is going to stop the flow and and just going to grab anything. No, it's it's really hot to to ask and be asked. Yeah, it, it honestly, it was it was such a sexy hot time we can't say it enough times and you know like i said i don't think we've done it justice but hopefully we've conveyed you know one tenth of the thing there it absolutely you know on top of the night itself apart from the the one or two minor things that we've talked about like on top of all the effort that people have made all the bringing people together because there was an element of i suppose matchmaking to this to this room because i know some of them hadn't met each other before it was a kind of bringing some of our friends together in one space and it worked really well you know i I couldn't ask for more. Like mm. it really topped the evening or, or was the absolute icing on the cake. And because we'd kind of gone in with this, you know, great if we play and, and great if we don't attitude, it, w- it was absolutely, I was like top of the world. Yeah. And I think actually quite a few of us in that group had the same sort of epiphany that, oh, this is going to happen. I didn't think anything was going to happen. And oh, now yeah. this is happening. And it, it, for me, it's a really good example, I think, of why we do what we do. Why we why we are in this lifestyle because when things go well like this and things work and everything all the boxes get ticked without any fuss and drama it it's amazing and it makes you think this is why we do this and the other thing and and then we'll we'll move on from this that that really struck me is there were a lot of different playing styles within that yeah there's some people that only do soft swap some yeah. people that could only do soft swap for certain reasons and then sort of more hot wifey style. And yeah. all of this stuff, but that room just worked. And it just goes to show that, you know, when it's all lines up and it clicks, just it just worked. So And then we drank eight pints of water. Yeah, we we all <laughs> went downstairs and drank a lot of water. And the very kind barman just literally looked at took one look at all of us and went, Water, water, water. <laughs> just line them up. They need to hydrate and and quickly. And so, you know, we went back to the we went back to our hotel room not long buzzing. after. Really absolutely buzzing. buzzing. Managed to get four hours, five hours sleep. And then went for breakfast with loads of yeah, cool people, really which nice. was really nice. Breakfast is always awesome. And and then really <laughs> we kind of headed headed home. Yeah. Via Secret Stag and Secret yes. Victims Place. <laughs> <laughs> yes, via via Secret Stag and Secret Victims. So that was cool. Yeah. So we were able to make them insanely jealous by talking about yeah. Uh, yeah. that room. So yeah, sorry guys. Sorry about that. Oh, he loves it. <laughs> he loves it. If only there were some pictures we could if share and share with him. He'd hmm. he'd be all over that. So we we had this amazing time with the Night of the Glitz. I'm really excited about the next things that we're, we're planning and you know we need a few few days off just to recover and get used to being us again and then start thinking about the next well event. I mean, even now you know a week on people have been kind of reminiscing so much about last weekend in our sort of discord chat and people are still still talking about what a great time we had and yeah. people are still meeting up with each other and continuing to you know to have adventures yeah which is absolutely fantastic to, to see that. So people are already like, when's the next one? <laughs> when's the next yeah, one? no pressure. 
you guys. We've got things in the pipeline. We do have some things in the pipeline, which we'll be talking about in the near future, I'm sure. But we are obviously also coming up to the traditional seasonal time of year. Yeah. So, you know, that's... Something to consider. Something to consider. So, before we round this one up, Mm. I've got some thanks. I'd like to thank ah. uh, my mum, my dad, <laughs> no, not really. Um, I'd like to thank the Triple X Files for being wonderful house guests yeah. and helping to make our sort of couple of weeks off really fun mm. and carting around with us and seeing all these wonderful sights yeah. across our, our country. That was cool. Thank you for staying and we hope you get back safely. I'd like to thank Le Boudoir for being absolutely awesome, for letting us host on a Saturday night, for letting us bring in single guys on a Saturday night. Who which were it, impeccably behaved. Yep. Yeah. Oh well, my that's God. my next thanks. Thanks to the single guys. What a lovely bunch. And the Le Boudoir staff were great. They were on it. The owners were fantastic. Mm. So, you know, if you get the chance to go to that club, absolutely check it out. I want to say thanks to all of our guests who mm. dressed fantastically. It is proud. Yeah. And, you know, 99% of you were fucking well behaved. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of you were very naughty. <laughs> And lastly, but by no means least, I want to thank the wonderless swingers, Kate and Daryl, for mm. co-hosting with us because uh, they made it much simpler. Lovely to have them there. Yeah. They, I mean, he sparkled going throughout the whole bloody thing, talking to people. He was having a whale of a time, which Dream is fantastic. And she looked boat. delightful as well and, and did the same. So thank you, folks. Hopefully we can see you soon. I'm sure we'll, we will. Now, before we round this one out, last, last thing. Mm. When the music stops, we're going to have... So we... We were chatting to Penny Lane and Starlum and we've got a little little chat group going with them. And um, I said, well, it'd be nice if, you know, do you want, do you want to send some notes about your part of that, you know, the, the sexy part of the evening? And they were like, okay, yeah, great. We'll send some notes. Next thing I know, she sent over or, or they have sent over a, a an audio message mm-hmm. or she's recording on an audio message. And I'm like, well, okay. And she's saying, well, it's easier for them to record an audio message than it is to send the notes. That's fine. Some 20 odd minutes later, <laughs> they've sent me an entire mini podcast about their whole experience. And it was incredibly lovely of them to, to do Sounds that. Thank like you. They found it hot too. They found it very hot too. So I'm going to take what they sent, try and turn it into something that's a little <laughs> bit shorter, less ums, less ours. Oh, less real names. Less real names being <laughs> mentioned. and 80% less real names. Yeah, you, you might get to live the whole experience again. Probably done far better than we have. So thank you to Penny Lane and Starlord sending that over and giving me lots more editing to do. <laughs> Mrs. H, also I want to thank you for being fabulous. Ah, You were great, as ever. That was ever. great, was I? You were. Now do your thing. Well, thank you for hopping into our bed. Seeing everybody. I was really gutted that I couldn't come to the whole thing again. It's really annoying and obviously wasn't going to come because I was going to be so late and it was going to be in London and blah, blah, blah. But it didn't take too much convincing. I didn't. I was very easily peer pressured into, into coming. Well, not, and not peer pressure, it, out. it was just FOMO. FOMO and peer pressure and FOMO from like the Discord and stuff. Not being in there. So that kind of Discord's kind of important to you? It's like half your life when it's active. No, not always.
just a lot of the time. Sometimes. Well, anyway, we decided to make the effort and come, and I wasn't quite sure what time I was going to arrive and to drive in. Had a long, stressful day. So what did it feel like then, arriving up late to the club? Like walking in, what were you expecting to see when you walked through the door? It was a bit weird because when we, by the time I walked in, most of the people in the club seemed to be the people walking in from the public. So I looked around and in the bar area and I just did not recognise many people at all. It's true. I couldn't find anyone. Well, I came out to get you. Yeah. And like I kind of left with like, I got quite stressed out trying to people. find a parking space. True. Yeah. I'm quite stressed out and I just needed to get into the venue at that point. And to get a drink, it's very weird walking in completely sober like that when everybody's kind of a few hours in... Definitely. But the drive around the car park to find a complex space did give you the opportunity to kind of fill me in on how it had gone and who you'd met and stuff. So that was kind of useful in a way. Well, um, no, I really liked the pre-social drink, getting to see familiar faces again and chat to people very briefly, obviously, but yeah, it's just a lot easier. In the club, you kind of you get the overwhelming sense of the club environment that it makes more difficult but yeah the social side as we've done in the previous events it just it i don't know it just feels i don't know people just feel a bit more approachable in that way because you don't have the, the club that feels scary yeah i'm surprised that you were happy to go ahead without me and do all that social bit on your own considering that you you know it was, it was quite a daunting thing for you and you you were not particularly feeling your confident self um leading up to it i was Quite surprised that you were going to go and do that, and amazingly proud of you for doing that. Confidence self. Sorry. When, when do I have my <laughs> confident self? You're less confident than your non-confidence. Right. <laughs> Quite less introverted than my normal introvert. Yeah, right. just slightly. And yeah, I was so pleased that you did that. I'm, but I'm also really glad that you, you, you know, people kept you company and were nice. And obviously, a secret stag and vixen looked after you for a bit. That was nice to get that little call. During the day when I was having my stressful moments, yeah. to we, have we did fun. FaceTime you from yeah, I, room. I, I, yeah, I got FaceTimed and I was in hiding around the side of the venue in a bush. I was just trying to focus on getting to the getting there safely and finding the right place and not getting lost in the middle of London. Walked in and yeah, first of all we couldn't find anyone. Then as we went up to that spiral staircase, went up to the top, we suddenly started seeing more familiar faces and. But the stone steps, I was so worried about falling and dying that I was going so slowly. And then you're quite, con- like, later on in the evening when you're in your underwear and you're walking very, very slowly up and up and down stairs, where there's clearly someone behind you looking at your bare arse when you're walking. Yeah, but that's, some people <laughs> like to do that. Yeah, so you had been around and talked to lots of people, so I got to go around with you a little bit and you got to show me some people that you'd met. What's generally more exciting for you, is it, the thrill of chatting to new people or the excitement of catching up with the people that we've already met previously at these events? Yeah, a bit of both, really. I really look forward to... Oh, we love a bit of both. <laughs> we do like a bit of both. So greedy. <laughs> and people that we had have met briefly so many times but not actually spent time speaking to, that keeps happening and yeah. there's, still, there's still more people that you only get to chat to for like two seconds and, and then you realise you didn't get a chance. So like... Wizard and Jester, I think the last time we saw them, Jester had given was given us a random lift to the station, and that's the longest we spent with, with her. But luckily we managed to talk to them for a, a bit longer than that and and uh, and yeah, then we, some. We, yeah, yeah, we did a little more than just talk. Yeah, so that was nice. Well you did, I should say. 
But yeah, the, the the awesomeness that then followed was the bit unexpected bit because it was everything was sort of winding down, and, um, and but this is where the the less confident version of myself comes out. Yeah, and the the it's most like, surprising. I leave all my deadlines to the last minute my, and manically trying to get my work done. Yeah, the same kind of thing. I leave the whole event to the last minute. Go, I really should do something now. So I what just, you're saying is this whole thing happened because you panicked. <laughs> No, I, I like to consider that I planned it all. It's just the execution is yeah. at the last second. So you you were introducing me to uh, Kiwi and Cherie, mm-hmm. um, who we again we kind of wanted to meet for a long time, and it was literally at the point where everything was winding down and sort of they were thinking about going. And we had a nice chat. Yeah, I kind of I've learned from a certain popular couple from podcasting world that you should just ask. You should you should just communicate. You were quite so forward at that point. It got to the point where it was like, <laughs> hey guys, we'd really like to play with you guys if that's of interest. Rather than trying In to such a polite British bush. way. Yeah, well. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Please. Um, <laughs> Would you like to come to my bedroom? <laughs> uh, but, but, they, but they really, they they were were really worried of, about going and they wanted to go and they weren't sure. And yeah, they, they were just thinking we, about we, leaving at that time. So we said our goodbyes and that included some goodbye. Yeah, I think Kissing you that might have kissed him goodbye first, off. and I kissed her but goodbye. Then, but, and then, then, but then I look round, and the, one of my no, no, one no, of my best uh, no, no, hold on. We kissed goodbye. I kissed her. You kissed him. But I noticed as I was kissing her goodbye, which was quite brief and polite, and everything else, you were making out with him, <laughs> which meant hold on a second, I can kiss her a little bit longer. She's into that, and then then we we had to obviously say goodbye to swap over and say goodbye to the yeah. other partner. But then I turn around, and in the middle of the bar, you and Kiwi are completely making out in the middle of the bar, in front of everyone. Just amazingly awesome. <laughs> and it was a surprise. But you, you really seem to both be enjoying that. And then that finished, and then obviously we walked towards the exit. Yeah. No, no I think um, they want to go off and say the goodbyes around yeah, the club. Yeah, so we sort of went, headed towards that, that Maybe corridor. Maybe have a chat. Um, <laughs> yeah. I had the feeling that we subconsciously, deliberately, I don't know, headed towards the exit. Was that, were, we, were you trying to kind of head them off at the exit before they left? Were you waiting for like, to get their answer? <laughs> Was that your strategy? No. Okay. I didn't have a strategy at that point. No, but we did bump into Mr. and Mrs. H at the door. Mm-hmm. They said their goodbyes, but their goodbyes ended up having a, a lot more kissing involved as well. And then... You and Kiwi again was probably the best memory of the evening. Had him sort of pinned against the wall by the exit, and we're having some quite passionate, yeah, times. I think <laughs> we discussed by stuff in clubs before, yeah. just not really knowing what the etiquette is and everything else. And you know, I did my homework because I remember on the club website, like rule one and two was basically. It's an LGBT safe space, and somewhere down the rules, it's like if you don't, if you're easily offended, you, it's not a place for you, kind of thing. Yeah. So in my mind, so you were like, "Yep, I'm good like, this." Well, I, I didn't feel it was <laughs> bad for everyone else in some way. I didn't, yeah, I didn't feel no, it but was wrong. I don't think it was a problem because what happened very quickly was people came over to see what I was watching one by one. With we ended up with quite a crowd of ladies particularly, who were very much enjoying the show. I was half aware that there were a you few were, no, pairs of not eyes. For, not for a while you weren't, because you were well occupied. 
And it wasn't towards the end when you looked round and realised there was like a little line of people. We caused a bottleneck in the club. So we had to actually physically all move yeah. out of the way because we were in the way Halfway blocking the door the, the exit. The dungeon, it, the lockers yeah. and then the, the, the actual bar bit. And it was at this point that I think we managed to persuade... Persuade? <laughs> convince, persuade, I don't know, them to go find a little private room to go to. And a few people joined us that were watching and we ended up upstairs. Little lockable room, very nice little lockable rooms like that. To be fair, the the it does get a bit hazy for me after that. I can remember little bits, and we've been talking about what happened. But I think not so much alcohol, but I think I was just so tired that day, and tired as in we didn't get to bed. Oh, you had a really long day. We didn't get to bed till four thirty, so my brain hasn't hasn't remembered everything from it. You got up at seven that day, did a whole day working. Yeah, got there half ten ish. And then consumed quite a considerable amount of alcohol quite, very quickly. Very quickly. <laughs> he caught up pretty fast on the, I did on the catch drink up. Front. Yeah, but I wouldn't say I was... No, it wasn't that. combination that it was just, just being tired. It was just the tiredness the next day that just kind of didn't, didn't um, retain him. Well, yeah, so you, you took you took your, uh, your your wee break. So we were heading to the room. You were only going to use the bathroom. And I was kind of conscious that we'd led people into this room. And then you disappeared. That was, you know, great that Mr. and Mrs. H were there. We had Wizard Jester, Wizard Jester and Mabel, Mabel yeah. and Kiwi and Sherry, obviously, yeah. in there. I was waiting for you to come back. So we started off in there. I'm pretty sure I would have started straight with Kiwi. Who, by the way, has the best accent ever. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> to be fair... Well, I could just listen to him for hours now. As it? far as two accents go... The, the, They're the, both very sexy accents. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> But we know we can listen to him all day long. And that's, I think, why we liked his podcast back when we started swinging. Back and listen to his podcast. A lot of it resonated with us, didn't it? Yeah, a um, lot of nice things. And then, they're yeah, both French, very sexy as well. French accents, so, yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, kind of kissing him. And then it does get hazy really fast. Uh, the bits, like, so I, like bits. Yeah, bits. bits like, not in this particular order. I remember Oral, I don't know who started with who first. I think uh, I, I, I received Oral first and that was kind of joined I think Mrs H joined in well, lots of us were on the bed but people did keep getting up and yeah up and Shiri, down Shiri kind of joined in I mean oral wise I think I gave every guy in there oral I absolutely 100% kissed everyone all nine people in that room I remember that yeah not leaving anyone else everybody's great all very good kisses in that room it was a very hot room I think I ended up sort of lying on the bed next to Mr H Watching what's going on, taking it in. I really enjoyed watching a lot of it. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to watch stuff as well. I did do some participation, but I really enjoyed watching. Yeah, it was, that was amazingly hot. I was got in a view of Jester on top of Mr. H, and then in the in front of me was you playing with Kim and Sherry, and then to my right was obviously everyone else. Like it was just such a a visceral bit, yeah, such a yeah, so lovely. Kim and I played a bit, kissed a bit for a while. I think naturally we kind of started to move around the room a bit. So I remember playing with quite a few of us, playing with Cherie for a while on the bed. Uh, she got a lot of attention at one stage. Mm. Oh, yeah, I think I do remember joining um, in. The French came out. It was lo- the, That was the, pretty sexy. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a joyful experience. Yeah. Uh, she took a, a, a small break. I think you guys were playing and I took a small break as well. I, I managed to wear myself out a little bit. 
And then, uh, oh no, the finish. The finish was pretty hot. No, we're not there yet. No. no. Well, you can be. So the, the finish. <laughs> I remember, obviously, obviously we'd got on. And then I think a lot of people had finished at that point in the room. And I think Kiwi then sort of sat on top of me and then finished on me, which is, I found extremely hot. No one's ever done that before, other than you to me. So that was pretty, yeah. pretty something. That's fun. Yeah. Just before that, I think um, Kiwi and Sherry were playing with each other and I joined in with them momentarily on the other side of the room. Mm. And then corner my eye was seeing the rest of the bodies. Yeah. And then, so that was the, literally the end of the club. Like with the club was like closing down. So we're sort of doing a sweep of the rooms. We're leaving. We, we just poke our heads into that big room with the beds in it. And there was the two of us on their own with this not, guy. Not two of us. The two of us. The other two the, of us. The two of us. The two of us, the two, the two of us, the two of us, we call them. They were just beckoning us over to just, just so we could see what they'd caught in their room. <laughs> what, look what we've got. Look what we're playing cool. with over here. That's yeah, the word cool. you're using, is it? Yep. <laughs> Poor guy. Yep. Poor guy. <laughs> On the bed, which made me laugh. Um, they were enjoying themselves very much. And then we exited the club. We then spent a, a little bit of time with, was it Jester in their room for a bit, chatting? That's yeah, nice. I think the, the night had got so late, so tired. Oh, but, God, I was... Spent, but the same thing. Yeah. Our uh, our WhatsApp group with them is called Misconnections because we've always meant to try to connect with them and have a chat and get to know each other. So we used that opportunity at three in the morning. <laughs> or whatever that time was. To, to sit on the bed and just kind of talk. I don't uh, think anything naughty could have happened. We were just all so tired. Like, yeah. just, I couldn't have even... Only just sitting up straight, I think, at that point. But you say that we got back to our room and you insisted that oh, and we hadn't I, finished. Well, at that point, I was like, "No, I need to finish my now. This is not so fair. I need to kind of do something." To, five, half, I was like, "Five, to five sleep. in the morning, and then what my body clock at seven o'clock." I still yes, that's right. Because you, you, I woke up. You, you, you woke up and said, "I, I still have my. I was still holding on. To, I was asleep, but I still had hold of my doxy. I hadn't. Obviously. I just fallen asleep <laughs> with it in my hand." Smiling, apparently. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. I, I looked over at you, not knowing that you had your box in your hand. Yeah. But your your face, you just had that, like a, a small grin on your face, I swear. I could just see you just smirking in your sleep. Overall, like my thoughts were just, it was just so, so awesome. And some of the things that I witnessed were just some of the hottest I've ever witnessed, especially with you. And I'm just so proud of what, how you yeah you took on board everything and just went for it and enjoyed yourself and socialized and everything that was my main thing but that's why we're in the lifestyle that's true yeah Have it was really good a really positive experience enjoy. for you and it definitely was a positive experience for me and it wasn't what i expected from the evening i kind of just thought i wouldn't really get to do a lot and i don't know it was going to be so late that everything was <laughs> going to be over so that was really nice it completely yeah. wowed me and we've been quite quite high as yeah, thank you to uh, the bed hoppers and Wanderlust for putting it on. It was good. Well done. <laughs> what? Why are you laughing at me? Well done. Well, what else do you want me to say? <laughs> That's a good place to end. <laughs> Cheerio.